Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on various platforms and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. So I've been thinking about this quote from 2 Corinthians, it's chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Confident and willing. Those phrases stood out to me. Seems like these are qualities that are essential and very powerful. We're being told here by Paul that when we stay focused on sense and self, the physical and the material, we're not finding our connection with the divine, which is the immortal truth of being, that that really gives us life and sustains us here and always. Paul, that inspired follower of Christ's teachings, had already himself left behind his human sense of his own righteousness, his own willfulness, when he was persecuting those early Christians, and he awakened to spiritual insights, not personal interests or the momentum of behaviors that he had become attached to. In fact, he was clearly led not by sight, as the quote says, but by faith, as he was literally temporarily blinded in order to awaken to the Christ, that true light that was his real calling. This faith awakened what was also Paul's ability to speak with great insight and to heal with power as God was guiding him. Paul's advising to us, to his followers, doesn't come from a self-righteous sense of living without pleasure, of sacrificing anything good. It comes from the true experience that he had, that to know God that is to know goodness and light and joy and freedom and love means we have to get out of our personal sense of self and physicality as much as we can and recognize and claim consciously our presence with God, with the spirit of love. We may have to give up a sort of comfort with the body or maybe a sort of resignation to it and what it's giving us or not giving us. If we're going to give the body what it needs, it actually will help us to give it less focus at times, less scrutiny, less power over us, and to listen more and rely more on what God, the truth, is telling us. Being at home in the body also means often living in fear of it or fear for it, because that home that's founded in matter can be broken into, messed up, it can go into disrepair and gloom and age Dwelling, on the other hand, more in God and his true sense of life refreshes us, brings a light of healing and well-being very naturally to the body, too. Not by our overthinking and analyzing, but by spirit and love purifying us and also awakening us to better ways to care for ourselves and to care for others as well. So confident and willing to be present with God and absent from the body or our material sense of ourselves and our identity. We can be confident. It's not such a big challenge because our confidence is not in our own ability to somehow get out of the body and into God. God's already here with us powerfully. 
Our confidence lies in the fact that the omnipotent is with us, helping us to see who we really are and to feel his presence. Claiming this confidence as natural to us and supported by the Almighty helps us to make this conscious stand to think less about limits and ego and more about infinite possibilities and the power of grace and of love. And willingness is maybe even more important. We must want to give up our limited sense of self. We must want to look away from what seems to be, and which actually makes us feel so vulnerable, to God and what brings us energy and inspiration. It's a humble letting go of what we know and believe, our life, to what God knows about life, our life, and what must really bring us peace and joy as well as the ability to bring some goodness to others, as Paul did, rather than sit in a room filled with our own ego and its needs, missing out on all we have to give and what that means for a fuller life for us as well. Confidence and willingness are qualities of faith. And we can walk in this way, as the verse I read early reminds us, walk in faith we, when we rest our reliance on something greater than what we can see. And that means something greater than some summary of things based on our past or some human opinions about our future and what that must necessarily look like. Walking in confidence, confident willingness means staying in the moment with God in expectation of seeing and being more than the limited perspective would try to show us in a faith in things hoped for even if not seen, as Hebrews 11 verse 1 tells us. Let me read that to you. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And that chapter in Hebrews goes on to describe all the ways this hopeful faith, this confidence revealed evidence of goodness to a litany of Bible figures who believed without seeing and then saw seeming miracles happen as they lived in confident, willing trust. The voice translation puts that Hebrews verse, uh, Hebrews 11 verse 1 this way. Faith is the assurance of things you have hoped for, the absolute conviction that there are realities you've never seen. Well, I'm going to be thinking more about this. I hope it was helpful to you. Let me know if you have any questions or you want to talk more. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.